We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to season, I mean, not season number two, we are in season number two, but week number two of season number two of The Butcher versus The Spin Instructor. I'm Neil McCready. This is brought to you by LB's Meat Market, and uh, I've never been more in love with LB's Meat Market than I was over the weekend, so we're going to talk about that because I found, uh, it was it was a happy time. It was a happy time, Greg. We'll talk about it in a minute. Greg Jones, uh, who runs LB's Meat Market, best butcher I know, has his beard, Still has the beard. We'll talk about that in a minute. He's here, Campbell McCready, the uh, defending champ from season one from Zen Studios there in Fayetteville, Arkansas. She's here as well. Good to see both of you. How you been? Good. Great. Ready for uh, first home game uh, of the year. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be exciting. Campbell had the first home game of the year there in Fayetteville. Arkansas beat Rice. Uh, the, the Razorbacks covered the line. Both of you had that. I didn't. I missed that in Neil's picks. I had Rice covering and felt great about it until about middle of the fourth quarter, and I was like, son of a... Anyway, it's not about me. It's about you. Both got that one right. Uh, what was it like to go to a game? No restrictions and all that, Campbell. All the Ole Miss people get to do it this weekend. You got to do it seven days earlier. What was the... Uh, how, how fun was it? It was fun, but I will say it was, like, miserably hot. Like, I was sitting in the middle of an aisle with two of my friends, and I was like, I thought I was about to have a heat stroke. That's how hot it was. So yeah. I can't say that I stayed very long, but I did go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> both uh, both of you guys, uh, Campbell's an Arkansas fan. Obviously, Greg, you're a big Ole Miss fan. Huge, uh, not game, well, it's a huge game in Fayetteville, a huge event in Oxford. The Grove Open, uh, people coming up to tailgate and all that stuff. Kind of exciting times, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, it was kind of uh, a lot of people are like, you know, we want to wait for the SEC game, but why would you want to wait? You know, the Grove is open and, you know, come, come, you know, come and hang out, you know, regardless of who we're playing. That's how I look at it. All right, we're going to get into picks and stuff in a minute, but we got to talk some LBs. Uh, first of all, let's, let's take care of some business for people that are watching this, that are listening to it, that are on their way up. Uh, for the game this weekend, Greg, what can how can they get in touch with you and, and what all is going on at LB's this weekend? Well, I mean, you know, it's uh, like I said, first home game. So there's going to be a lot of people coming to Oxford and uh, we'll be ready to go. Uh, we're actually doing some uh, sauce, fresh sausages right now. Uh, just got done cutting a bunch of fillets. So we'll be stocked up, ready to go. Uh, probably going to close Saturday, probably around three or four o'clock, depending on, you know, the situation. But uh, you know, it's kind of like Friday night lights around here, you know, when the 
when the Ole Miss football game is on, you know, we, we close to go watch the game and enjoy the game. So probably going to do 10 to 4 on, on Saturday. Okay. So I tweeted about this, and I, my tweets I'm not sure made sense as because I, I noticed on one of my tweets that I actually added, I just <laughs> the at Buffalo Trace on there. So I, I realized that uh, <laughs> I was into the bourbon a little bit, and that's okay. But I was also into the LB's wings. And uh, so what I did, and I've had all these people tell me, well, you don't have to do all that. Well, I know I don't have to do it, but part of the fun of a Saturday is that you have time. And so I wanted to take some time and do it the way I wanted to do it. So what I did was we got an air fryer last week. Um, Campbell's little brother, Carson, has been wanting an air fryer. So we got an air fryer. And um, I went to LB's, and I got a couple of packs of the lemon – lemon pepper chicken wings and then i got a pack of because both carson and laura campbell's mom like lemon pepper and i got the lb's seasoning on the other one so i got them out patted them dry added a little more salt and pepper some seasoning to them put the big green egg got it going put the indirect heat so i, I for lack of a better word smoked them but it was really more just indirect heat Got them to, I don't know, I don't remember the exact temperature. Like I said, there was bourbon involved. I got it to where they looked kind of like where they were ready to go to the next step. Put them in the air fryer at uh, 450 for about eight minutes. They were the best, some of the best wings I've ever had. I love wings. I didn't have to add any sauce. If you wanted to dip them in ranch or blue cheese or whatever you wanted to do, great. I liked them just wings. Carson naked wings. Yeah. Naked. I didn't, I didn't. Yes. But they, but because the air fryer crisped them up, they didn't, you know, sometimes you can, you can smoke wings on the grill and they end up just being kind of wet anyway, because they, they don't have crispness or they get burned to get the crispness crispness. I can't say that word. Um, This way, the air fryer gave it a fried texture without them being fried, obviously, which is the point of the whole air frying thing. But, Greg, phenomenal wings. So I, I hope I hope that you sell a lot of wings this weekend. At the same time, I hope that you don't sell all the wings this weekend. Because oh, I've, got two, I've got two extra cases coming, so we're good. Awesome. So I'll tell you, I expected that everyone was going to like the lemon pepper the most, and it actually flipped. I liked the lemon pepper more than the LB seasoning, and everybody else liked the LB seasoning. So that probably tells you everything. Everything was really good, just fantastic. We'll have to get uh, we'll have to get Carson some custom flat wings, you know, just for him. So it just it's it just says his name on them, and they're all flats. I'm Carson, a flat guy too. Carson, would, yeah, Carson would be uh, eternally grateful. I think he 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 much prefers the flats. Flats, he gets gets everything off the flat. Anyway, that was great. Um, I have, I'm, I'm back in ribeye sausage is number one on my list. Again, it has been chicken jalapeno for a long time, which I'm still a big fan of, but the ribeye sausage hit the spot. So a lot of great sausages at LB's. I like the Swayze sausage. It's a pork sausage. Um, I like the chicken, uh, the feta spinach. It's fantastic. The spicy ribeye is great. It's not overly spicy. You'll love it. I'm a big fan of the sausages. So if, if you're coming up this weekend, you got to get in touch with Greg and the people at LB's, 2008 University Avenue in Oxford. It's right across from Kroger, but it's a lot happier place than Kroger. So, Yeah, we're doing a, a lamb sausage this weekend also. Oh, 
That's so interesting. We're gonna, yeah, so it's going to be an all. It's just a lamb and beef sausage, just very basic with our sausage seasoning and a little paprika, just very basic. Nothing, nothing crazy. So you can uh, taste a good lamb sausage, also. Okay, sounds great. All right, let's dive into the games. Let's talk real quickly about last week. Greg missed uh, Tennessee Bowling Green. He took Tennessee and laid the points. And then from that point forward, Greg ran the damn table. He ran the damn table. It was unbelievable. It was. I'm serious about my beard now. I mean, you know, I, I, I kind of got real nervous about, you know, the thought of shaving my beard off. So I think, uh, I think the, uh, the betting guys were on my side last weekend. Greg goes 9-1, and one, absolutely scorched it. Campbell got the Tennessee game correct. She took Bowling Green in the points. She got that one. And then she did fine on Saturday. Nothing special, but she did fine. So she finished the week seven and three. Greg was nine and one. So if if you don't care who wins and you're just riding with these two, you're happy right now because they both made money. I mean, they both walked out of this. Campbell, like, plus 400. Greg, plus 600. Life is good if you're just trusting the butcher and the spin instructor here because – Hey, you can't argue with seven and three and nine and one. Nine and one is, I mean, spectacular. Yeah, I had to put, bring my game. Uh, I had to step my game up this year. I was, uh, you know, kind of, uh, kind of a bad taste in my mouth with Campbell rolling me over with his, uh, her friends, her friends going to the college, or her, her cousin going to the college, or the uh, the visit of uh, the college visit. You know, I, I had to bring up bring back some of my own angles. Speaking of Campbell's friends, a uh, belated happy birthday to Campbell's friend Parker Sheeran, former guest on the show, a big hamburger fan now that she's had an LB's burger. Uh, Parker Parker had her 21st birthday this week. I know they celebrated. Last night. I'm sure there was nothing in those drinks that I saw, so I'm sure it was was all good. Everybody's just studying all week. Um, All right, we mentioned the big weekend in, in Oxford, Campbell. Huge weekend in Fayetteville. Texas is coming to town. We'll talk about the game in a minute, but what's what's the word on what the atmosphere is going to be like in Fayetteville? I would I would guess crazy. Yes, I think it's going to be really packed. We had to normally like with the student access pass, which you can get at the, the beginning of the year, you can get into whatever game. But because so many people want to go to this game, you had to request and we're like doing the lottery. So even though I bought the student access pass, that does not guarantee me a ticket for this game. So. When will you find um, out whether you got a ticket? I think maybe today, later today. But it'll be fun because it's at six, so it's the later game. And yeah, a lot of people are coming in too because my friends have a lot of a lot of my friends are from Texas, so they have their friends coming. Yeah, it should be one heck of a party there in Fayetteville. So good luck, but uh, good luck to everybody coming up. Hope everybody before we get into the picks. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Whether you're going to Oxford or Fayetteville or Athens or Knoxville or wherever, I thought last weekend. I'm almost embarrassed to admit this. There were a couple of times that the crowd shots, the Virginia Tech game, the Inter Sandman thing. I kind of got a little, kind of felt something. And I'll admit this on the show, the Wisconsin game, third quarter of Wisconsin oh, yeah. State, when they did the jump around. Oh yeah. I teared up. I mean, I, I was so I was so happy for all of the people in the stands. I mean, they just went nuts. And I was so excited for them. I have no That time. was um that was the first time in what, like three hundred some odd days or something like that. They do it every third. Six hundred something days since they had done it. And it was so cool. And just the whole place you could feel. 
through the TV, you could feel them. I have no tie to Wisconsin whatsoever. And yet I was just, I, I, I started crying in my living room. I did. I was just so happy for people. It was great. And then Tallahassee on, um, on Sunday night, the huge crowd there when they honored Bobby Bowden before the, the Notre Dame game. And um, just throughout the weekend, a big crowd at Iowa for uh, Iowa's opener against Indiana. I'd see crowd shots from, um, you know, all over the country. The UCLA crowd for the UCLA-LSU game. Uh, it was just – I just thought it was neat. So I hope this weekend everybody does it again. I hope the vault is packed, the Grove is packed. I know that uh, Reynolds Razorback Stadium's standing room only, so that's awesome. Go have a blast, and I hope your team wins. But more than anything, I hope people get out and go to the games and have a great time because, frankly, I think it sort of sends a message and it makes me happy. Um, all right, here we go. Let's get into the games. All of these games on Saturday this week, Greg with a two-game lead as we enter week two, and we start with Pittsburgh, the Panthers, not the Steelers, the Panthers, a three-game, I mean, a three-point favorite at Tennessee. That's an 11 a.m. game central time on uh, ESPN, I believe. Greg, you won last week, so you get to go first. What do you think, Vols, Panthers? Well, at first I thought this was the Steelers versus the Titans. Uh, so I kind of uh, did some research on the Titans and Steelers before. So I'm kind of called off guard now. <laughs> I don't think no, uh, another in week one. Uh, no, I think it should be a pretty decent game. I mean, you know, I know that Tennessee played a, uh, almost covered, but, you know, gave up a, uh, that touchdown to, to not cover for me to have a perfect week. But with that being said, I'm going to go Pittsburgh here. Uh, I just think that Tennessee's still kind of a work in progress and uh, it, it's not a, not, not a Bowling Green team that they're playing. And I'm, uh, I'm going to just tip my hat here and uh, go uh, out of conference. And I'm going to go with the, the Pitt Panthers here. All right, Campbell, Greg is taking uh, Pittsburgh, laying the three points in Knoxville. What about you? Um, oh, I picked against Tennessee last week and it worked. So I'm going to do the same thing. And also, I got to do one of my, you know, different approaches. And one of Carolina's favorite shows is filmed in Pittsburgh. So, Dance Moms. I don't know if y'all are familiar. Oh, yes. I'm but <laughs> Dance Moms? Yes. Yeah, so, I'll be going to Pittsburgh. You know, now that you say that out loud, I think that's really smart because Dance Moms – Always, our DVR will fill up with Dance Mom shows, and and it is filmed in Pittsburgh. That's true. What what channel is Dance Moms on? It's not a YouTube channel, is it? It's no. on Lifetime. Lifetime. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to uh, I'll have to set my DVR to a couple Lifetimes and get in on Dance Moms. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't think especially if Pittsburgh covers this game. I mean, I'm de I'm definitely going to be a Dance Mom. Uh, then you really need to get to watch it. Oh, for sure, absolutely. All right, guys, it's the Battle of the Carolinas, sort of. South Carolina, uh, fresh off uh, a, a big win in Shane Beamer's debut as the Gamecocks coach. They head to East Carolina. South Carolina, a two-point underdog at East Carolina. That game, also an early game on Saturday. Campbell, what do you think? Uh... Well, I don't really know anything, so I'm going to have to do, you know, the usual. And I went to a journalism conference at, <laughs> at South Carolina, so I guess I'm going to South Carolina for this one. Wait, didn't she go to uh, – didn't she have a college visit at South Carolina? No. No, okay, sorry. Nope. 
Sorry. We talked about South Carolina at one point. It might have been Carolina that we talked about it. But after I saw some of the scenes from South Carolina's opener last week there in Columbia, I'm kind of glad I don't have a kid there. That place looks – it looks like LSU East. Uh, what is the, what is their game? What is their song that they play that they go crazy for? Oh, uh, uh, is it, what's it called? Uh, 2001 or no? I, I can almost hear it, but it's it's nuts. I've told people it's not, th- it's not thunderstruck. I know it's not thunderstruck. Yeah, I can't remember. I could Google it real quick. I'm trying to think what it is. It's, Campbell's it's, googling it's, it right now. What song does? South Carolina come out to it. Do you want me to Google it? Yeah, Google it. I'm curious now. You, everybody listening is like yelling at Sandstorm. Us. Sandstorm. Sandstorm. Oh, is that That's, South Carolina? Okay. That's. Uh, I think it's Sandstorm. Yeah, it's Sandstorm. Yeah. Yes. Good job. So do I get a win for that? Um, no, but you get a but you get a point. I mean, well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with South Carolina too because uh, I like Sandstorm the song. It is a great song. Uh, it's the more you the more you kind of go around the country and look at college football and you see all the different traditions and stuff, especially now because they got taken away for a little while. You embrace them brand new again. I mean, you know, like for Ole Miss, it's the Walk of Champions and going through the Grove, and at uh, Iowa, it's turning and waving to the school to the the cancer patients in the hospital behind the stadium and. Like everything gave me the feels last week. I, I didn't, and I didn't anticipate that that would happen, but like everything did. Um, all right, you both going with uh, the Gamecocks. Another game involving an SEC team on the road, the Florida Gators, a 29 point favorite at South Florida. Game in Tampa. It's at noon on ABC. Um, Greg, you're up. Um, I think South Florida played pretty bad last weekend, I, I, or they didn't play so hot. But I know Florida didn't cover the Florida Atlantic game, so that was another win for me. But I, I mean, that's a lot of points uh, in such a uh, big rivalry game between the uh, the two Florida schools. But I'm just poking fun about the big rivalry game. But um, I'm gonna go with the Bulls. I like the South Florida Bulls. I'm gonna take points. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the underdogs here. Campbell, what do you think? Greg's gonna Greg's gonna take 29 points. Are you willing to lay 29 with the Gators? Yes, I think I'm gonna go with Florida. I know South Florida sucks, and that's really my only reasoning for this one. So, and just so maybe I can get a one up on Greg this next week. It's an interesting. I've got, feel, I've got a feeling my beard might be coming off this week for some some reason. It's an interesting game because Florida gets Alabama next week. And so while Florida probably could name their score, and I'm with Campbell, I'm tempted to lay the 29. I do wonder a little bit, does Florida get up and then go, hey, okay, let's 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 not do anything crazy. We got the tide coming next week. I just don't know. Young quarterback, they might keep rolling to build his confidence. Could go any number of ways. All right, so we have our first uh, di- our first difference of opinion for the day. Let's see if we get a second one. UAB, the Blazers, who looked really good in their opener, get 26 points. They're headed between the hedges to Athens, Georgia. The Bulldogs, um, as I think both of you predicted, the Bulldogs beat Clemson on um, this past Saturday in Charlotte, North Carolina, and looked fantastic on defense doing it, getting a 10-3 to win over Clemson, held that Clemson offense to a field goal. Really remarkable. 
So here we go. It's uh, UAB and Georgia. The line is 26. Campbell, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go with Georgia this time. I picked Georgia last week, and both of us got that one right, so I'm going to stick to that for this week. Okay. Greg, 26 points. Bill Clark, a lot of points. job uh, at UAB. Yeah, that's a lot of points. Uh, I'm just going to have to disagree with it. We're just going to have real bad – it's either going to be really good or really bad this week. So, uh, I'm going to go with UAB. You know, the uh, Georgia offense, granted, uh, Clemson is a – uh, is a good team and a good club, but you know, uh, only all, the only touchdown that was put up by Georgia was a pick six. So I mean, you know, with that being said, uh, the Georgia offense is going to have to click on you know, on all cylinders to cover all that uh, that twenty six. So I'm going to go with the points here. Okay, so we have our second difference of opinion. The drama builds. You can just feel the intensity in the air. <laughs> all right, uh, Texas A and M. The uh, Aggies ranked fifth in the country. They head to Denver. Sort of neutral site. Colorado's in Boulder. This game's in Denver. Texas A&M is a 17-point favorite. This is a 2:30 game on um, Fox, I believe. Texas A&M and Colorado. Um, I think Campbell. I think it's your turn. What do you think? Um, I think I went first last time, but I'll go again, I guess. Okay, we'll let Greg make it up next time. Here we go. <laughs> um. Honestly, I don't really know anything about Colorado. I know there's a girl from Oxford that goes there now. Yeah. Um, and you had a cousin, Jay, who went to Colorado. Yes. But, but that's, negated, that's negated because Jay's daughter went to Texas A&M. Oh, okay. Ooh. So that doesn't really work for me this time. <laughs> um, I'll just go with Texas A&M because – they're the better team in this one. All right, Greg. She's going to lay 17 points with the Aggies in Denver at, at Mile High Stadium. What do you think? Um, I, I would say I'd like to agree with her, but, you know, I would think that uh, hopefully that any of those Texas A&M players won't get to hang out in downtown uh, Colorado and uh, run into a particular store that will uh, uh, <laughs> mess up their mess up their playing experience uh, Saturday. So I'm going to go with Colorado. I think they're they're versatile and they are, uh, they are, they got plenty of points. And I think that's too many points. So I'm going to go with uh, Colorado Buffaloes here. All right. We talked about the two games involving y'all's teams. Let's get to the first one of those. Actually, just so you know, we're not picking the Ole Miss game this week. We'll talk about it in a minute, but there is no line Austin P at Ole Miss because Austin P is not a uh, FBS team. They're not in the division one. They're, down a level so there is no line you'd have to be you have to be a real junkie and go find an offshore betting house to bet that line and there are those people are out there but we're, i'm not looking for those lines all right texas heads to fayetteville this game's at six o'clock it's the espn game like campbell said a, a night game in fayetteville the longhorns are a six point favorite at arkansas texas looked really good against louisiana lafayette Arkansas looked nah, so-so against Rice. Got to win. Stepping up this week against the Horns. Greg, what do you think? I like Texas a lot. I think uh, I, I think I've saw a couple t tweets that Texas is back, and uh, you know it's it's nice to see uh, Texas back. Not really, but uh, with that being said, uh, you know Sharkeesan probably brings a different mindset and everything. And uh, with that being said, I just I think Texas should roll here, and I'm, I, obviously I know that. 
Campbell's probably going to be upset with this, but you know, it is what it is. And you just got to pick the better team in this, in this uh, contest. All right. We have our first trash talk of the week. She says, Greg, Campbell, Greg says, Texas is just better. I mean, he, he basically says the institution's better. The people are better. The everything's better. And you're yeah. there in Fayetteville with the hogs. What do you think? Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty hurtful, but um, I'm still going to go with Arkansas. Obviously I can't really pick against my own school, but you know, people do say that Texas will win this week. So, but there may be hope. So I don't know. That's why they play the game. Are you going to throw a, a horns down? Yeah. Horns down. So I'll, go with, I'll go with Arkansas this week. I can't. I don't want to sing the song. I don't want to trigger anybody on the the eyes of Texas. Uh, that song. That, I don't want to trigger anybody with that song. Did you see where they sang the song? Texas did. After oh, they, they did. Good. They, good, they sang good. it this past week. I know. Tradition. Tradition is cool. Tradition is cool. Tradition is back this week. Yeah. It's, that's obvious. All right. NC State, North Carolina State. They uh, fresh off of a blowout win over South Florida, who we talked about earlier. They head to Mississippi State. Mm. I'm going to tell you this about Mississippi State. If you believe that every team has like a certain reservoir of luck that they get to use in a season, Mississippi State used theirs up last week against Louisiana Tech. Like, it's gone. They used it all. Mississippi State down 20 in the fourth quarter. The comeback beat Louisiana Tech 35-34. You both got that one right. You both took Louisiana Tech in the points. They damn near won straight up. This week, Mississippi State's a home dog, two-and-a-half-point underdog to uh, North Carolina State. Greg, what do you think? I, I like the Wolfpack here. I mean, you know, they, uh, I hope they wear the uh, those helmets that have the uh, the, the the wolf that has the, the – you know, like, I, I'm a big fan of that helmet. I like that. Campbell? Um, I'll go with North Carolina State just because you said that Mississippi State's luck is gone. So I'm not going to disagree with Greg this time. I'm with both of you. If Mississippi State pulls this one off, we'll just all be surprised together. I I, I didn't see – what I saw was some stuff to be concerned about if I'm a Mississippi State fan last week. All right, we got our first SEC game of the week, an ac- actual SEC game. Missouri is a uh, five-point underdog at Kentucky. This game in Lexington at 6.30 on the SEC Network. This should be a pretty entertaining contest. Got Missouri and um, Kentucky in Lexington. Campbell, what do you think? Well, I know you've become a Kentucky fan. And we have a – is it my second cousin? Yeah, yeah. Second cousin went to Kentucky. So – and I'm pretty sure I picked Kentucky a lot last season because of that. So – You did. You you, you got a lot of points off the Wildcats last year. And – let me yeah. let me make this clear before anybody goes. Oh my God, you're a fan. I think Kentucky is a really good buy this year. I've thought that all along. I think they're a good team. They looked like a good team last year, last week. They've got a good quarterback. They they're good on both lines of scrimmage. There's just a lot about the Wildcats that I like. Yeah, they're well coached too. Yeah. All right. So Greg Campbell is going to take the Wildcats and lay the five. What about you? I like Kentucky a lot too. Here, uh, I, you know, I'm gonna probably go to Kentucky Sunday to watch my horse run around the uh, run around in a circle and uh, so I might as well take the Kentucky Wildcats if I'm going to Kentucky is your horse going to Keeneland 
Uh, that's uh, next week. Uh, uh, we'll, we're, I'm selling my first yearling at Keeneland, but this uh, this weekend uh, is in Kentucky Downs, which is in uh, Frank no Frank yeah Franklin, Kentucky. Oh. So it's uh, 45 minutes north of Nashville. So it's uh, uh, be going there for the first time. It's an all grass track, so it's uh, it's uh, pretty cool. So I can't can't wait. I'm excited about it. Yeah, that sounds great. Good luck to your uh, good luck to your horse. All right, Vanderbilt. A seven-point underdog at Colorado State. This is a 9 o'clock game on CBS Sports Network. We will have um, hand-raised guys, our post-game show, the MPW Digital post-game show brought to you by Walk-Ons. That's going to be soon as the Ole Miss game is over. We'll probably have Vanderbilt on here in the Clark Ford Studios, so we'll be watching that because it's football. Um or at least it's what they call football. Vanderbilt did not play football last week, losing by 20 to East Tennessee State. Colorado State's pretty bad, too, but we'll see. Uh, Greg, I think it's your turn. What do you think? You got uh, Vanderbilt plus seven at Colorado State. Uh, yeah, I, I, um, I, Vanderbilt was favored by 20-some-odd points against East uh, Tennessee State last weekend and lost, what was it, 20, 24 to three? 23 to three, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, and, I, and I doubt they were looking forward to uh, looking ahead to, uh, you know, a tough Colorado State, you know. So uh, with that being said, you know, this is a, one of those seek helps if you're watching this game, I would think, <laughs> or at least have a, a half of glass of bourbon that you've already done and you've already filled up at least two or three times. That's just how I feel about it. Agreed. Um, I, I, I'd probably take the under if I could take a take, take not take any of them, but I'm going to go with Colorado State and just uh, flip the coin on it. All right, Greg. I mean, uh, Campbell, Greg is going to take Colorado State, lay the seven. What do you think? Um, I, I'll do the same thing. I don't think I've ever picked Vanderbilt just because y'all told me how bad they sucked. So I'll go with Colorado State. All right. We saved the best game for last. Greg, you're, this is a curveball for you but because I, I forgot to put it in the email. And I'm, make, I'm making the line a pick them, meaning you just pick the game. No, there's no line. Saturday afternoon, Independent Stadium in Shreveport, Louisiana. It's Oxford High School versus Ruston High School. I'm stunned, frankly, that CBS is showing something other than this on Saturday afternoon. But they are. Um, I'm sure this is on all the other networks. Oxford and Ruston. Uh, Caroline. Uh, Campbell's an Oxford High School graduate. Caroline's an Oxford High School graduate. Caroline's in the Oxford High School Hall of Fame. Caroline was the former president of uh, the student body at Oxford, but I'm the former president of the student body at Ruston. I played for the Bearcats. And I just got to tell you, everybody goes, well, you'll cheer, you'll cheer for your kids. No, I'm cheering for Ruston. Ruston versus Oxford. Campbell, you're up. Who wins? Um, I got to go with Oxford High School. I can't say I'm in the Hall of Fame or that I was student body president or that I was really anything, to be honest. I just did theater. But, um, you know, I love my high school, so got to go with the obvious choice and go with Oxford. They'll for sure win. Greg? I'm just going to have to – I'm going to have to jump on this Rustin bandwagon. It just seems like uh, – just, uh, just seems like, uh, you know, uh, the right thing to do at the right time. I mean, you know, Caroline, uh, she didn't get the memo about the shirts, you know, so uh, I, I just – I don't know why she didn't wear her – 
uh, her baby blue and dark blue shirts like we <laughs> like we're wearing today. But no. uh, next time she'll probably get the email and and hope we can match up uh, next week with our with our attire. But with that being said, uh, you know I've, I've I've never been to Rushton, but it sounds like a pretty cool place, and uh, I think I'm uh, I think I'm going to go with them. It's a beautiful town. Uh, the 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 all the different water landmarks and such and the beautiful the beachfront it's go- absolutely gorgeous oh it, it's uh you know and we, and there's the peach trees that you can smell it has like a vanilla peach aroma that just sort of wafts through the air and when you go down to the beach at uh at rustin beach it's just so nice all the time and uh the people are amazing no uh, mosquitoes no mosquitoes at all and and uh it's it's just it's just kind of I don't know. I guess heaven on earth is what most people call it. Um, and so, yeah, it's, and you know, and you go to a game at Rustin high and you can just feel the tradition seep through you next week after Rustin is one Campbell will sing the Rustin high school alma mater for us here on the show. And um, that'll be emotional. I mean, that'll be kind of like, it's kind of like Wisconsin and jump around when you sing yeah. Rustin high school alma mater, everyone, everyone feels it. You feel it. You Feel it right here. Hey, Oxford has a pretty cool tradition of the games too that my friend group actually started. The we uh, got a Kermit the Frog stuffed animal at Goodwill, and now he's like the mascot for the student section. So you can feel it at Oxford too. That is true. They do have that, and I've actually seen uh, I've seen the Kermit flags and everything. Yeah, that, and yes, and like, that was start that was started by me and my friends. So well, you should be inducted to the Hall of Fame for this. That that's that's I mean I know. Well, I, I did I did apply for the Hall of Fame, and I, I clearly was not living up to the expectations they had for that <laughs> that year. But yeah. you know. I mean, I would. Never I was on. I never thought Kermit the Frog would be such important uh, uh, tradition in Oxford. Oh, he is. He is. This, was, this was before Kermit Davis came to Oxford. So, I mean, you know, Campbell, Campbell said she made Kermit cool in Oxford before uh, before Ole Miss did. All right. So we got traditions. Our, yeah, new traditions. We got our games. Uh, again, by the way, in case you're wondering, Ole Miss, Austin P, no line. That game's at 630. It's on ESPN+. Plus. This is Ole Miss's one streaming game of the year. Uh, Arkansas, for example, had their streaming game last week against Rice. Uh, Vanderbilt's going to stream all of their games because just nobody cares. Um and but so most teams have like a one stream game, and uh, so for Ole Miss, this this is theirs this weekend. So if you're looking for it on the SEC network, and you're like, oh my God, what's the deal? It's on your streaming provider. If your provider, whether it's Directv or Dish or uh, YouTube, Comcast. yeah, Comcast, whatever. If if you get the SEC network on that, you'll be able to stream the Ole Miss game, no charge. Uh, no additional charge, I should say, on on your uh, on your device. So be aware of that if you're heading up, planning to um, light your grill and turn on the game. You're gonna need you're gonna need a device to do it this one week when Ole Miss plays Austin P. Ole Miss gets Tulane next week, so will that game will be on TV and we'll talk about it next week. Greg, before we go, one more time, tell the people how they can get in touch with you guys this weekend. You know, just always call the store six six two two five nine two nine nine nine. Uh, you know, there we'll, we'll be pretty busy this weekend, probably expecting uh, a really good turnout. You know, if you can't if you can't stream the game, why not go to the Grove and go to the game? You know, it'd be a, a good weekend for it. Uh, always kind of call the store if you've got, you know, say 10 steaks or 12 ribeyes or 
12 fillets or 25 mushrooms or 25 jalapeno poppers or, you know, just uh, that way we can have your order ready to go. And that way you don't have to worry about it, but standing in line and it not being ready. Because if my mom knows about you wanting 25 jalapeno poppers, she is going to take care of you. So always call the store in advance on certain orders and she will get you taken care of and set it over the side for you. All right, Greg, really appreciate that. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, Campbell, enjoy your weekend in Fayetteville. Good luck to the Hogs. Good luck to the Rebels. Good luck to everybody's team out there. Enjoy the weekend. Be safe, and thanks for making this a part of your show. And so until next time, for Greg and Campbell, that does it for another edition of The Butcher versus The Spin Instructor, presented by LB's Meat Market. Take care. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.